You are listening to The Photographic Podcast. Your hosts are Jay, Justin, Mike, and Valentine. And we're back. Hey, what's up? Same spot. How's it going, y'all? Angle. Coming in with coffee. Oh, no! <laughs> we had some behind-the-scenes mishaps before before recording this one, apparently. Oh, yeah. This is I a felt good that example pain. of uh, not fucking around. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Also, to... make sure you're putting a filter on the front of your lens. Even a UV filter will save you from heartbreak. Yeah. Wait, so we're saying this wasn't on there, then I don't know what the hell would have happened. So we're saying if hmm. if it just fell regularly, it would have broke the glass on the camera itself. I mean, Possibly. I don't know how much how strong this is versus a lens, the glass on a lens, but yeah, can man, you put I know your finger through it. That is actually a that's actually a hot topic I've seen in a lot of uh, photography groups and forums discussions about whether or not it's useful to put. Uh, filters on your lenses and things like that mm-hmm. where, where do you where do you stand on it justin um it depends on the lens like uh the one that i'm using the rented one it's got a giant aspherical element on the front of it so i can't put a lens filter on but if i could i'd put my pro mist or i'd put a uv filter on it i try to have something in front of the front element as often as possible, just for cases like this, because I was on a photo walk uh, in 2019, like the the fall of 2019. So, um, say no invite. Uh, <laughs> sorry, man. Um, I was on a photo walk and I dropped my camera, and actually I tripped, and my camera was in my hand, and that lens and the camera hit the ground. I. I thought I broke my shit, which I did break the uh, the the screen on it, but uh, the lens was for the most part fine. fine. Damn. But, uh, yeah, I was my because I forgot I had this on here. I'd rather mm-hmm. not this be on there. I would rather it be a little cheap because this motherfucker ain't cheap. This ain't a cheap mm-hmm. filter. <laughs> it's not just a. Yeah, promise aren't cheap. But you like uh, that? Yeah. Uh, you could get yourself an aftermarket one, which works perfectly well, fine in my own experiences. <laughs> now I got a fancy effect um, filter. Right. You like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like the way that looks? Um, I mean, it's relative. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See all the vocal balls just popping out. Right. Yeah, I don't know exactly where I stand on it, whether or not it's going to 100% save against certain types of uh, situations, but I have one that I keep a UV filter on my 24 to 70 because it's the can- the lens that stays on my camera the most. Mm-hmm. And it goes out into whatever conditions that I'm going to be shooting in dirt, mud, trash. Like I don't care. I bought a, I got the five D Mark three and I have this on here and it's all weather sealed as much as possible. And I try to, not be too precious with it. I don't care if it gets a little dust and dirt. And that's one of the reasons why I put left the filter on it because mm-hmm. not because I'm necessarily worried about impact, but I don't want like sand and dirt and dust getting on that front element. And then oh, me trying so. to clean it off and then just grinding it into the glass and end up with like scuffs mm-hmm. and scratches on it. So 
that's why I put it on there. But I think there's like a whole camp of people that exist that are like, nah, it doesn't do any good. The front element's got all these coatings on it and it's not going to do anything. And I've actually seen people run tests where they're dropping like poles into the tops of these cameras, like onto the front and rear elements and then showing little to no real damage, but it's painful to watch. Yeah, yeah, that sounds that painful too. just <laughs> listening to that. Look it up on YouTube. Thing. I've seen that crap mm-hmm. where they run those tests. Like, is a front element necessary? Yeah, I've seen so, that too. He, like, tried to scratch it up, and he was going like this, and then he took a picture, and you couldn't see. I mean, the little small scratches, you probably it won't matter, but shit like this, it's kind of, when you shatter it, it's a different yeah. story. Obvious. Yeah, obvious. So I had yeah. someone tell me uh, one time that, I was in the middle of a shoot and um, I did not, I usually always have like one of those little cloth things to wipe my lens with. I didn't have one, but I also had like just regular, I had like one of those um, comfort colored t-shirts on. So like the fat, like the real soft fabric. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna wipe it off with my t-shirt. And I was like, oh my God, what are you doing? I was like, you're gonna scratch up your lens like that. So I started thinking about it. I was like, you know, technically to, I guess an unknowing person, it sounds correct and it might be correct i don't know but i didn't just spend like a thousand dollars for this lens for it to be scratched up for with like just using a t-shirt, a t-shirt. so the question yeah. is is that is that true like if i if i wipe my shirt with my ex- or expensive uh, lens i mean i mean for those of you, us who wear glasses like if your shirt's dirty don't wipe your shirt wipe right. your glasses off with your shirt but if you got on a clean shirt and like there's not like dust all over it or something mm-hmm. most of the time it's fine yeah that's like, where i'm at that's why i'm saying like if i get sand or something on, i don't want to be grinding that into the lens but if it's just out and it's humidity mm-hmm. you know something like that um maybe a few raindrops i am not I, I don't treat my stuff like it's gold and i have to preserve it for the future I treat it like it's a tool to do the job. And so if it gets a little mm-hmm. bit dirty, I don't really care that much. I don't want to ruin it. But at the right. same time, I need something that's not going to do that. So, no, I use my shirt all the time. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I rarely even have any damn cloths in my bag, to be honest. Or yeah, and I, I do bring my bag anywhere. <laughs> I do. I almost almost always, if you see me out anywhere, I've got a lens wipe, like a moist, yeah. moist towel type thing. Mm-hmm. And I've got a like a silk cloth but sometimes like i'm in the middle of something and i don't have time to be fiddling around in my pockets mm-hmm. my so. thing like if i'm wiping off my lens i'll do like a light check and i will just hold it up near the close to the light and tilt it a little bit and you'll see any mm-hmm. fingerprints any dust mm-hmm. anything like that if i can't see it on that i think we're gonna be fine because uh, uh right. i'm chances it are i won't see that on the the image either I don't right. think I've ever put my fingerprint on the actual lens. Or I, I have my, a couple I mean times. Finger or whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I have. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I do the same well, process. Got... Every shoot, just open it up, look, the little tail, uh, is there dust, speckles, mm-hmm. anything on there, wipe it off. All right, we're good to go. Just that. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So but, now to I learn mean... about how to use my ISO on aperture correctly. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, speaking of things being on your lens, though, you got people like Jaleesa over here. We were out shooting in the rain at night. She was purposefully getting raindrops on the front element or the filter she was using and having that in the shot to kind of add a cool natural effect to it. You make people cringe right now. I did that for a couple of my photos, too. Um, I would just breathe on the lens. Just. Yeah. And 
gives you a nice foggy effect. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But that's also how you get fungus growing on the front <laughs> element of your lens. But like, right. wipe it off real quick. You're fine. Yeah. Have you heard of the Vaseline thing? Where they said, like, oh, fuck, get a pro mist. Just get some Vaseline or something. Listen, just listen, Linda. <laughs> I'm like, listen, what? Listen, I'm trying to cheat the system. <laughs> I may not be precious with my lenses, but I am not going to be putting crap like that on them. I'm not no, buy like yeah, one of those little $10. Dollar, um, I, I thought about it. I was going to do it and just to see as a test. And I was going to buy one of those little $10 lenses off Amazon. Um, and then just, just get some Vaseline. You know, swipe a little bit. And then they say you're supposed to get a, another piece of towel to take off like certain sections where you want the face to be so everything else can kind of be like smooth book it out are you making so, your own bokeh i'm making yeah. bokeh with vaseline oh, <laughs> oh my god that hurts making that hurts just thinking vaseline. about it <laughs> I, I no longer like this conversation <laughs> yeah everybody disliked that not even bokeh it's no. just like this hazy ass That's hazy ass thing it. around yeah. their face <laughs> <sighs> hazy it's it's not like it's a cell phone where you put the drop of water on the on the lens so you can get the magnification effect. So like, so if so you just wanted to buy, if you're something. that desperate for Boca, like there's there's got to be like there's something on whatever free app that you're using that's called Gaussian Blur. <laughs> Use that. I mean, that's that's the... better than like using. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Look at the uh, Boca balls behind uh, Jalissa over there. Those look pretty dope. You know, I, I wish you were like Vaseline a little bit free. bigger though, but you know, that's just my own, you know, preference. Just want them more round. So, if somebody was wanting to buy a filter, what would y'all? What would y'all tell them to get as like their first one? Should they go all the way high end, or should they buy that's like a tough. cheap version? It depends on what they want. Like, uh, what kind of lighting effect are you looking for in a filter? Are you just looking for protection? Buy something cheap and do a couple of them. If you're using, if you want like uh, um, a nice hazy effect in the background, go for like Pro Mist or uh, Polar Pro or um, uh, even um, who just came out with one? I think it was Moment or somebody came with, came out with like a was called Cinebloom. Yeah, uh, those look great, and they're cheaper than than ProMist filters. Yeah. Um, that one's like forty bucks or something like that. Way yeah, <laughs> uh, I think the 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 sixty seven millimeter one was like eighty bucks, where the ProMist is like a hundred. So yeah, you save some money. But um, it do your research and find out what you want, and then find a place where you can rent it or see if you got a friend that has one and try it out before you buy it. Yeah feel like whenever you say uh, do your research you just take away all accountability for yourself like don't don't take my word for it though i mean seriously <laughs> really don't. don't i'm an amateur like, uh, I, like I will the reading buy rainbow stuff back just, in the days <laughs> said, i will buy stuff on impulse uh, you try this don't listen don't to me take my word for it <laughs> but hey that's part of the the artistic value of it right like this mm-hmm. is our opinion what we like about that thing and you know you yeah. may not agree with that and that's okay well if you have a follow it is like Hey Justin, I mean, I've been watching. I watched every podcast since it started. I was, uh, I believe, I was really like the first, the the first original uh, subscriber, and I, I bought everything you've bought, man. And, and you, and, you know, some of these things just don't work for me. Like I need, I need like some type of compensation for it. No, you basically got to tell me to buy these things. 
I didn't tell you to buy anything. You used I told you to rent it before you buy it. You didn't listen to our motto. Right. Four episodes ago. Rent first, buy later. He's sitting over here. He's still utilizing Aperture Rent. Like that's what he's. That's what he's saying yeah. here. Don't buy yeah. it, rent it, and if you like it, buy it. So, Jalissa, what was mm-hmm. your purpose of having your is it a Pro Mist filter? Well, Pro Mist just Pro-mist. gives you kind of like a yeah, basically like a misty look, but you keep the contrast. It's supposed to help keep contrast in your image too, so you don't lose that. But yeah, it just gives it like a foggy, dreamy look, and some people use it to like make their stuff look a little more filmy or. Just makes it look mm-hmm. very dreamy, like especially for nighttime stuff. It creates like the halos around the lights and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And basically, that's what it's for. But I would rather I don't have UV filters or anything like that. I have like my I would have rather had my polarizer on here than my damn Pro Mist because Pro Mist, like we just said, is not cheap. It's like this was like ninety dollars. <laughs> unfortunately we're doing this you know doing this recorded but otherwise i'd advise you know just say that hey man when it came in the mail you know i've been out of out of the country because you know due to uh covid i was i was i was stuck in uh in uh in maui for quite some time and you know when it came in i never got to touch it until now and it came in broken so i'm gonna need to replace that but you know <laughs> hey that was just that's six, just me six months later after amazon you've used it hey you know covid a, is a good excuse for everything it. apparently shit those those Amazon folks take pictures when they put it on your front porch. They ain't, they ain't no lying about that. I wish I could have said yeah. uh, um, <laughs> it was due to COVID that I did not get those pictures released in time to for those TFPs. But, you know, hey, that's a, that's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, I'll just buy another one with my stimmy. Right. Hey. With your Biden bucks. Yeah. yeah. Put a like that on this video if you got your I'll stimmy uh, during the recording of this video. <laughs> we shall see. I don't know. I might try something else. But I mean, I y'all guys like using the y'all stimulus to uh, buy a buy more photography equipment. Yeah. Uh, yes. Just Ooh. flat out, yes. I'm. I'm it's like, yeah. Buy a new lens. Buy a new lens. I don't know if it's going to be the one that I'm using right now, but. And what are you using right now? Uh, I rented a Sigma 14 to 24. F28, uh, I believe it's the HSM, DG HSM. Sigma's got some weird initials to it, but um, it's uh, it's decent. I mean, you're looking at it right now. Um, mm-hmm. This is at uh, 16 millimeters because uh, the 14 felt a little wide. It's a little weird. Oh, there we go. Nope, that's the wrong ring. There we go. <laughs> that's 14. That's what. Never mind. Ah! And that's 24. Like, it's pretty yeah, close, pretty but. Good. Right? What were you using before? That motherfucker was too wide. Close. A little too close. Uh, I was using a kit lens. Oh. It is a 10 to 18. So, oh, do you have a light set up behind you? Like, how are you. Do you have lights turned on in your room? Me? I think yeah. it has a video light and then that one in the back. I got uh, uh. two video lights here, and then I got uh, the lamp behind me. Mm, fancy. Mm-hmm. And and where did you uh, rent this from again? Aperture Rent. Uh, they are the best people in here in DFW to use. Um, I rented a twenty one point four earlier. I didn't like the field of view that it gave me, and I called them back within two hours of renting it, and I was like, "Hey, can I switch this out? I'll pay whatever." And they're like, "No, we got you. We don't normally do this, but uh, yeah, I do have one. I'll put it in the link. Oh, really? Please oh, rent. Nice. Oh, yes. Yeah, down below. Yeah, I have a referral link. 
Um, please, please rent using that link. Uh, it would help me out greatly uh, when I rent my next lens. And help you out on saving additional money when you rent shares from Aperture Rent. No, unfortunately, you got to pay full price. It's a pyramid scream. <laughs> pyramid scheme. Scream. scheme. I like scream. <laughs> yeah, it's a pyramid scream. Uh, but uh, if you set up an account with them, you also get a, for a referral link. And if you get your friends to rent equipment, you get uh, 10% of the cost of whatever equipment that they rented on accredited to your account. So it's Ooh, it's nice. a pretty cool thing. Mm-hmm. You love Justin. You I love like the work him. that he's brought into this. You would use that code. Yeah, if you love our podcast, use my code so I can rent more stuff. And uh, slowly everything will get more and more... Uh, Beautiful. Maybe you could do like a review video Way where cooler. you kind of like review on some lens that you've purchased or, I mean, you rent lenses somewhat often. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of rent first, buy later. Um, I've <laughs> burnt myself a couple times trying to just buy something super fast, but yeah. uh, um, I'm learning that lesson and spending a hundred dollars to rent it for 10 days and try it out versus, $1,500 to get it and then realize that I hate it and send it back and wait for that money to come back. Mm. I should have just rented it. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting um, topic. Uh, what things have you bought in the photography world that you regret? I guess starting with Justin, since you uh, have it on mind. Uh, well, I bought when the RF uh, 35 1.8 came out. I bought that shit the day that it came out. It was like 700 bucks. I think no, maybe 400. I don't remember. It was too much. I don't like 35 millimeters. It's not a good focal length for me to use. It's too wide when I want something narrow and it's too narrow when I want something wide. So it like, it just doesn't work. Uh, I was walking around, uh, the, uh, Mandalay canal, um, area that we have in Irving here in Texas. Um, and every time I would look across the canal, I wanted to take a picture of something over there. 35 was too wide. And then I would turn to my side of the canal and I wanted to take a picture of something and it was too narrow and I couldn't get it. And it just like the whole day, it frustrated me. So 35 millimeter is not my focal length. Hmm. I kind of prefer zooms, but that's me. Now it's 35. One of those ones where it's uh, full, full bo- uh, like meant for full body pictures, but 35 and 24s that like that range. Uh, I guess it'd be a decent landscape. Like it's not good for cityscapes because cities are too, too narrow. And like, it's, I don't know, man, I don't know how to describe it. I wouldn't like classify it as like full body or anything like that. It might make for good environmental portraits, kind of like where I'm, where we're all sitting. You get a nice view of like the things in the background as well as the person. Hmm. But um, yeah, it's kind of a, for me, it's a difficult one. For lots of other people, they use uh, uh, 35 millimeter all the time. Like yeah. uh, Valandez, Matt Day. Um, I just blanked. King yeah. Japes. Uh, yeah. They all use 35 millimeter lenses all the time. So it just depends on who you're looking at. I think uh, between. They shoot full frame too? Who's that? 35 millimeter. Oh, 35 mil might as well be. Um. Yeah, I mean, I like technically 35. that's full frame. Yeah, I like thirty-five, but only on crop. I probably wouldn't like it if it was on full frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of the situation I was running into with this uh, 
Minolta cameras. I got that 35 millimeter. I like mm-hmm. it for some stuff. And I think that if I were like out in, out in nature, um, I actually kind of like the 30, 35 millimeter range. If I was shooting with my 24 to 70, that's about where I sit, uh, mm-hmm. in the 35 millimeter range for shooting landscapes and the like. Uh, so I think I would like it better for there, but I, I have to agree that city scapes, a uh, little tighter areas, portraits, it's a little funky. Mm-hmm. You have to be a little closer than you want to be to try to get the shots that you need for like up close stuff. And then it, everything else is just too far away to get a good shot of. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's also on your list of uh, regret purchases or. No, no, no regret. I just uh, was agreeing with the focal length being funky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, so I, I, I like it. I, I, the one I regret. Um, He's like, get into photography in general, man. This costs so much. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but no, I don't think uh, I've bought anything that I actually regret buying. I haven't really spent way too much money on any one thing. I've been somewhat careful. I I've have spent a lot of money, like on the 5D Mark III body that I got. I spent quite a bit on it, um, but I love it, so I don't regret it. Mm-hmm. No, I can't think of anything photography related that I've regretted purchasing yet. There are some things Not that I've bought AE that one that you bought. I don't regret buying that. You don't? No. I mean, yeah. just because it doesn't pan out, it doesn't mean that I regret the purchase. I learned right. uh, the initial stages of uh, shooting film with it, so I don't regret the purchase. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe it wasn't the best condition and it was uh, deceiving at first, but I don't regret it. I think if I regret anything, it's the amount of bags that I've bought. Really? You have a lot of bags? I like four bags. You can see them. Yeah, I have a whole, like, right here. Look. And that's not all of them. There's two more that you can't see. <laughs> Damn, I should have come to you for a, a camera bag for my mamiya. All right. So if you need a bag, yeah, just uh, message the photographic podcast at gmail.com and Mike will be answer all questions. Mm-hmm. I swear, I because I did some research and I bought a bag whenever I went overseas um, mm. because I needed one that fit a specific size. And then I bought another bag that was a little bit smaller. And then I bought another bag that could hold everything. And then I bought another, a couple other <laughs> small ones. And I'm just like, oh, man. I guess if I did have a regret, it would be that. Just to find something that could accommodate a few of the things that I needed. So without having multiple carry-ons. Hmm. What about you, Jalissa? Well. <laughs> um, <laughs> the promise will today. I know. <laughs> I wish I didn't break it, the fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would say, because I, I don't have a lot of bags. I bought the one bag I have here that's small, this little small one over here. And then I bought another one. I didn't really like that one that much, so I ended up buying this bigger one. But I probably have to think about it. I don't really know if I have anything that I regret buying. I mean, there's, I think there's things that you buy that you probably don't use as much anymore. And you're like, mm, I guess I didn't really, don't really need that anymore, but not necessarily means that you regret buying it. No, no, maybe I'll find something around here. Yeah. I mean, I've got a couple of uh, things that I got in like a kit when I first bought a camera and I don't mm-hmm. use everything that's there. Mm. But yeah, I have another one. Out- for free to somebody like an inspiring photographer that you just come across like just carried in your bag no it wouldn't be useful some of these things wouldn't be useful for that type of situation oh never mind 
don't buy cheap tripods. Mm. I bought mm. a uh, Manfrotto one from Best Buy when I bought my camera. Um, at the time, I was like, oh, man, $60 tripod. That's excellent. It's in my budget, and it does all the things that I want. I wonder if that's the one I had bought, too. Uh, it was the one that has like the uh, the turnstile uh, thumb. It looks almost like a pistol grip to move the ball head. No. Yeah, the little uh, where you just stick it on there and clip it in there and go like that. The quick release or whatever. The little no, small it's knob not that even, you put on the bottom. Not even that one. Um, I was about to be like, uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got the, uh, the, the little <laughs> knob thing on the bottom, and you can just clip it. Yeah, that thing, that tripod sucks. Don't buy that. Like, save your money, and you don't have to buy the Peak Design $400 tripod, but, like, spend a 120 bucks. Buy yourself something a little bit better. Um, something with a Swiss plate design, you'll be much happier with, like, the, the plate design ones where you can take it on and off um those things are so much better like i bought a ball head for the for my monopod that this that my camera's on right now and it's yeah yeah don't buy that one um i bought a a 40 uh ball head for this it's so much better than this whole fucking tripod don't yeah i bought the same one too and i would Mm -hmm. and i was like I thought it was okay, but my thing, literally the reason why I took it back was because it didn't have the middle piece where you can hang the bag on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was uh, like, I want that. The pistol grip and looks so ergonomically friendly. Yeah, it like looks it? great. And when it works, it's decent. But like when it stops working, it stops fucking working. Oh, you had it and for a while. I had it for like six months and the uh the turnstile thing on the uh the grip where you like actually can articulate the head it's it starts clicking if you get it too tight and then once it starts clicking it's done for it it mm. just stops working damn well i'm glad i didn't keep it that long i took it like right back that's probably right. why we don't regret too much things because if we don't like something we just end up taking Take it back, back. <laughs> we weren't stuck, yeah. weren't stuck keep with your it, receipts so. and keep the box so that you can return it when you need to yeah. yeah, I avoided but... buying uh, a lot of stuff from Best Buy, not because I think Best Buy is trash, but there is a lot of uh, <laughs> below average consumer grade items that you can get. That platinum. Are They're called Platinum. Sunpack. Don't sun buy their, pack, yeah, Sunpack, sun Platinum, don't buy that shit. Dang, Best yeah. Buy and Manfrotto are like, just like, yo, what the fuck? Why are they doing this? No, Manfrotto, Manfrotto, Manfrotto's good. Manfrotto makes really good tripods. That's they also make really shitty tripods. That's their shitty tripod for the people who can't afford their expensive ones. Yeah, I've got their uh, their entry level like prosumer, uh, which is like mm-hmm. 120 bucks, and yeah. I would buy it again. I do not regret that. I love that tripod. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've seen some of those. And as a matter of fact, I was in uh, Best Buy today, and of course, I walked over there by all that stuff to just take a gander while I was in there, mm-hmm. and I saw that exact tripod there. And I was like, Ew. Mm-hmm. no. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Ew, you were looking gross. at it like this. Uh, even oh, their Joby tripods <laughs> kind of suck. Man, uh, let me go. Actually, let me go grab mine so I can show you what it looks like these days. Do it. Do <laughs> and it. Um, it's pretty damn bad. It makes you not want to buy it. This is, I don't even know how long I've had it. Not that long. That's actually what my uh, camera's sitting on right now. I mean, if it stays still and it stays in like a 
perfect environment, yep. they're all right. Mm-hmm. But like, they're, as soon as you fine. touch it, Just don't touch it. The whole thing should. The whole they thing got shakes. The all right, rating. He's like, yeah, if you don't mess with it, yeah, they are all right. No, it's, it's fine. Don't take it out into the field I, and have to manipulate it and move it around and change the leg shapes and all that stuff. Like, I tried to use it on my old YouTube channel. Uh, I made a couple like talking head videos, like we're doing right now, and like just pressing the record button makes my <laughs> camera shake for like three minutes. It's just constantly just just a little bit of shake, but it's enough to make you sick. He's like, oh, you messed uh, me up there, buddy. Oh, oh, jeez, don't do that. And that's just <laughs> pressing the record button. That's ridiculous. Yeah, Got nothing. I tried to use that here with this, and I was like, uh. So, and you have the newer one. This one's like the mm-hmm. SLR, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, yeah. As you can see, it has rubber bands on it because I was trying to use it to like put keep the joints together because they start cracking. Like mm-hmm. at first, it was good. That's I was ridiculous. like, man, this is nice. And then like these little plastic pieces, they start cracking right here, and then they yeah. start popping out. Like the yeah. things start popping out. The knuckles. And so you gotta. That shit? Oil your 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 joints. Got to keep it moisturized. To... Basically, you're like trying to put the <laughs> joints together with. Yeah, yeah. And it just starts sliding on the damn table and shit. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I can't get any. Good Honestly, use I had the the newer one that I've got. I had to manipulate it into this weird starfish kind of curvy. I don't know octopus kind of shape that I've got it <laughs> sitting on it right now, and then have them all adjusted just right so that it's stable and it stays that way. Hmm. Like mm-hmm. uh, if if you tried to adjust anything, my camera will start leaning or something. It's always something funky, but it's fine once you get it stable, and then don't mess with it once you get it yeah. there. I can say my mm, well, instead of saying that, I should say the cheapest lens that I love was my Nifty Fifty because that oh, got me. That, I mean, did did everything. Now, the one that I did not like was the 24 Prime. That Mm -hmm. was probably a mistake. I like the idea of it, but that glass is so small. I mean, it's really cheap. Past five o'clock, I mean, you're, you're, it's, it's, it's not happening for you. I mean, the quality, the, I mean, just getting something in, in focus. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about, I don't even use it in, in, um, like, wide at all i'm shoot. i'm trying to shoot it at like 4.5 and i'm i'm still getting like blurred i mean it's just wasn't and i don't know if it's because i maybe the one i got was like a faulty or something but yeah that's uh that's it anybody wants it 35 dollars it's being cheap as you get anywhere <laughs> he's like i just uh, gone, that's, and that's why gone. Even, i'm fine yeah i've got a couple lenses that i bought for uh, like film lenses that I bought to put on my EOS R that mm-hmm. like I th- they're really they have a unique rendering but I don't use them uh, I bought uh, Helios uh, um, M42 or uh, it's a 55 millimeter lens f2 and it's got this crazy cool circular bokeh I don't know how to get that bokeh like I shoot it wide open and I I, I take a photo of a subject no crazy bokeh in the background. But like if I zoom in the right way, not zoom in, but like if I focus right way, like I guess I have to be like closer to the subject to, yeah, to get the photo or get the, the, the bokeh that I want or maybe far away. I, I've only managed to like get it twice hmm. when using it. But like I don't know what the hell I'm doing wrong with it. But it's a it's a unique looking lens. And I bought it for 80 bucks. But like 
It just collects dust in my bag now. No, don't really. You don't really use I'll it say, like though, Valentine, that uh, that Nifty 50, the the Canon uh, EF 1.8 Nifty 50, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I still use it. Matter of fact, when I got mm-hmm. one of those uh, film uh, camera, the Rebel G that I picked up uh, mm-hmm. for free in, like, a, a bag of stuff, uh, that's the lens that I've put straight on it. I mean, I'll mm-hmm. go straight to that lens every time. If I don't know what to use, it's just so good. Mm, that's the one you had on the Rebel. It's just yeah. so good to me. <laughs> it's just so good. Yeah. I mean, I, for, just... I paid 90 bucks for it. 80, it was $89. Mm-hmm. I gave mine away for free, but that's just because I upgraded <laughs> to the uh, 1.4 version of it. Oh, I love those they don't, make, they don't make men like you no more. No, you, you, <laughs> you, you're a good Broke one. the mold with that mm-hmm. one. <laughs> Uh, I I did that because I was giving it to a friend that had been passionate about photography and had to sell her equipment to take care of her kids. And I was like, you know what? Uh, I got an extra camera body that uh, it's really basic. Uh, It doesn't shoot video or anything. And it was the first one that was given to me. Uh, I got to pass down the the, I got to make sure that somebody who has the passion for it continues to have the passion for it. So uh, this guy's DM is about to be blown up. <laughs> you got it. I don't have any more free stuff to give away. Justin, give me stuff. I don't. I don't have any more free bodies for you. Sorry. Right, except you for this one. Than free, you got any more than free stuff? <laughs> free body. I have a bag full of camera gear that I might give away. Oh. What a bag! They're not what you think. Stay tuned. They're yeah. not what you think. We'll we'll oh, go through not. it in the next episode. But uh, before you, uh, tell these cameras everybody. are not. Right. Trust me, uh, I would have told y'all about it beforehand. Uh, nah. Yeah, I need to pick through that first. Thank it's you. like it's like little. Uh, <laughs> you got little those little feet that you put on the bottom of the of the flashes that you buy. I that use that sometimes. Hey, <laughs> a whole bag though. Like that. Uh, yeah, there you go. Those are more useful oh, than what uh, I what I have in this bag. <laughs> I'll I'll show y'all. Uh, but uh, with that, it's been fun talking to y'all. Um, I will see y'all on the flip side. All right, guys. Peace. See you in the next the one. flip side.